All right, all right, all right. This is the Art of Floundering podcast. My name is Will Dick. I am the host. I also have my co-host with me, Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess and We TV. Good morning, Wes. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Mm-hmm. Happy Monday. We got only crazy, only crazy lady on radio, radio Parlesque has joined our morning show, and. Uh, you know, here we go, man. Another week. Uh, so why don't we just start off like we're, what are your plans for the week, Wes? What, what do you have planned for the week? I'm aiming to get through it. That's, that's what I'm aiming. I am setting the bar as low as fucking possible for myself so that no matter what, at the end of the week, I feel like it's going to have been a good week. Uh, that's what I'm doing because I set the bar too high last week and then you know, old man, old man issues. Let's just say Dude. when you have three or four things happen physically that yeah. either have some benign cause or, oh, you've got, you know, just a year to lift. And when you go through a couple of those and, and you just kind of ride it out, and you think, well, let's see how this turns out. Set the bar low. You won't be disappointed in yourself. Well, to that point, dude, I get it. I, uh, the old man issues, I've been sleeping like there's no tomorrow. Like we get, we get done with these morning shows. It's 11 my time. I'm usually asleep by one in the afternoon until the next morning. That's what it's. Damn. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I woke up last night. I did a podcast like in the middle of the night. I don't remember it, but, um, it was like just a pod beam, nothing like with puppets, but, yeah, so I'm hoping it'll be better today. I'm not going to pressure myself. You know, I'm going to still have an amazing slacker, but I'm not going to, like, sweat it. You, you know what I mean? It's still going to get done. I really got – if anybody's watching a live stream, there's some video animation going that's older stuff. I've got a bunch of new stuff that I want to put – that I really want to do something with. I've got some art from – there's a – Every once in a while, you you'll see it on this uh, somewhere. It's uh, the Native American. It's in the it's on on the looks like he's on a crucifix. Um, the name of that statue is called Committed. They don't know who the artist is. It's out in front of a place called the Foundry in Norman, Oklahoma. But I animated that. I want to do some shit with that and some other stuff. So anyway, that's my big plan: is to do an amazing slacker. Um, I've written a couple of new songs, and uh, you know. Stuff like that, you, you know, and sleep. I don't really, fuck, dude. You know, next week is when I'm going to go to Pueblo and talk to that dude. So this week is just, you know, content and this show, you know, and not getting sick. That's my plan. That's uh, this show. I know I'm going to be doing this show each uh, day. I did have I did have a little bit of positive last night. I finally got the... Uh, you know, the dealing with the the countdown crew, our character, and they're not our characters. They're Adobe characters. That's why I didn't want to go through and draw all these backgrounds for that uh, cartoon. But I didn't like any of the, the shots that I was pulling. I didn't like the different things. I finally last night came up with a, a sequence of uh, a sequence of, of using a finding edges, putting uh, for a second layer making making it look uh abstract enough out of realistic photos giving it a feel uh that they all have the same and i got three of them uh put together and it's okay that shit that works i put the characters in there that works now because that's been 
And we added even more to the script. Uh, that's the thing. The script has kept changing on me, but uh, I, I made some progress yesterday. I feel I feel good about that. So there's there's a possibility of having some positives there. Did get the intro, the old timey intro shot I wanted and other stuff. So creatively, I guess last night ended on a good note. Uh, uh, after after a week of shit, we'll just see how this week goes. We'll see. I want to. I do want to say hi to Radio Parlesque and Only Crazy Lady. Loved hanging out with you on Saturday night. Yeah, that was guys. that was awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I uh, you know profusely thank you guys for that. And also, I'll get to it. Radio Parlesque sent a, uh, a a video. I'm gonna pull that up in the second hour. So uh, just remind me when we go to that break. It's it's on. It's, I got to get Radio Parless my personal email. Make that I bet you'd be easier. Fucking Facebook is Facebook. Here's the deal: Facebook. I, I've got a personal Facebook page, and then that art of floundering. It's just navigating to that fucking. It's it's okay. I don't know. It's kind of clunky. I don't know if you've noticed that, Wes. If you have a if you if you manage a page on Facebook, alternating between the two pages on your phone with Facebook Messenger, it's a little goofy, but. I, I, I don't even try it on my phone. No, uh, I mean, I, you know, I, Facebook Messenger to me is like, you know, hey, how you? It's almost like texting, but anything else, I got to get my, I got to get my email to some people, you know. So, but we'll see. Anyway, man, but there's the statue I'm talking about. If you're watching a stream, that's called committed, and I broke the guy up into parts and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see what I do with that. Um, anyway, dude, um, let's say it's football season. That's that there was something really fucking goofy that I caught on a uh, Jim Jones. Okay. Um, I, uh, I've been reading again, which is always fucking scary, you know, because I used to read like a lot and I'm back to doing that now. Um, not a lot, but a lot, you know, compared to not reading. Um, <clears throat> but I'm read, you know, I just got done reading this book called Raven, which is about, yeah. about Jim Jones and the the temple but it's it's like everything else excuse me the story of the guy certainly he was corrupted you, you know what i mean but i mean you know before he got to that place it's an interesting story is a bit of a revolutionary bit of a counterculture guy you know he was coming out of the 60s he was real big in civil rights really didn't like uh, the the prejudice that was in a lot of the organized religions and stuff like that. So it's like everything else with these people, they're charismatic. You know what I mean? But dude, the guy would tap everything. It, 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 anything was fair game. He was banging it. And he had some rationale. He goes, everybody but me is homosexual. And I'm going to, he's just weird with it. He just tapped it, you know, whatever. And then there was this one guy, he goes, just and I'm quoting from the book, okay? I'm I'm not being insulting. I'm quoting directly from the book. He goes, "Do you want me to fuck your ass?" This is Jim Jones. "Do you, do you want me to fuck your ass?" "No, no, Reverend Jones. I I I got a wife. I'm not looking for that." "Okay, but if you ever change your mind, I'll fuck your ass." That was in, I mean, that was Jim Okay. And so, that's from the book. And oh so, man. And he would he would he would you know, Here's the thing that there is a similar arc in all of these folks, the Wacos, the, you know, and who knows 
maybe there were very similar arcs in the past, but the time frame is so far back that we forgot about the crazy. Maybe one day somebody will spill open, read half about Jim Jones, and he might be somebody they worship, right? Because 2,000 years from now, that you, you know, there's not the... But it was, like I said, I'm so old that, you know, people drink the Kool-Aid reference. Hopefully people understand where that came from. But a lot of people may not because I'm older than God's dog. And that was like, we're going on almost 50 years ago. This went down 78 is when this went down November. And dude, I don't know if you remember that, but that was some, I mean, there was like over 900 people that fucking did themselves in. I mean, there's heaven's gate where these guys and it's like 12 or 21, but this was like, I mean, there was Waco, but how many died in Waco? I don't think it was over 900. No, I mean, like I said, and this was like, dude, I mean, and they got the, the, you know, there's recordings of him on the loudspeaker talking him through killing themselves. It's eerie shit, dude, because you can hear in the background, babies crying. It's like, oh, come on now. Give the children the medicine. Give, And he's all, by this time, he's completely batshit crazy. He's probably on heroin and he's, and just fucking paranoia set in because you remember the story, the congressman came to visit on some of the constituents. Jim Jones didn't like their attitude, so he sent somebody out to go fucking whack them, right? So the congressman gets, a couple people get killed. A lot of people get wounded. There were more survivors. That's interesting. But then Jim Jones gets, it's over now, people. It's time, you know? And here's the thing. He had tests up until that time, too. He would test people. Like, drink this. That was poison. You know, just to tell, you know, so it was almost like you trained for a nuke launch in the military. You just become, okay, we're going to do a drill. But I think they knew it was real. They knew this one was real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, do you remember that shit? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I remember the earliest memories I have of it. I vividly remember as a child seeing the caskets being unloaded off the plane on the evening news uh, and hearing 900 something fucking people had done this. And to be honest, I have a very hard time in my mind seeing the actual Jim Jones. I always uh, put Powers Powers Booth. Booth. Uh, Powers Booth to me. Dude, he was awesome. If you guys, if anybody hasn't, you can find this on YouTube, by the way. Uh, the tragedy of the Guyana tragedy powers booth. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, Wes. Fuck. Yeah. He ruled, dude. He was that, awesome that was, uh, uh, such a great, was it a made for TV movie mm-hmm. or something along yeah, those and lines? That, and this is just a great portrayal of it back during the roots and all that, when you would get these cool miniseries, you know, but so what else do you, yeah. How you were, you were a kid like me when this went down, you know, it, it was bizarre. It was the first, uh, it may be the first time that I had actually thought about, uh, oh, so people actually kill themselves. People, uh, it may, because I, I was, uh, I was nine. I think I was nine years old uh, at that time. And so I'd had relatives die, but uh, uh, the, the caskets, it's a vivid uh, image in my mind seeing that. So it must have had a big impact on me watching the evening news with Walter Cronkite. And those caskets getting unloaded uh, and talking about how they'd taken their own lives. They'd all uh, drank Kool-Aid and everything, the poison Kool-Aid. And I had getting my head to wrap around that. Uh, that was that was that just has always stuck with me. Uh, the Jim Jones thing. Uh, and, and look, 
you, you know, I, I've been doing a deep dive into this because this fascinates me to the past couple of years. And keep in mind, I've been away, but I've been read. you know, there's another book out there on cult mind control. Um, let me, uh, I'll give you guys the title of it here. Um, it is a good book. But the thing is, I think what's interesting is it's very easy to sit back and uh, um, and go, that will never happen to me. I could never get sucked. This, I mean, these, you know, this is a, this is a combating cult mind control. Title of the book is, this is a really good book, by the way. It's got, uh, uh, it'll come to me. There's a model, uh, a model, but um, author is Stephen Hassan, combating cult mind control. Okay. And there's a model that he applies to, you, you can analyze if something is a cult. And for example, is, um, do, do, um, can you leave the organization with your dignity intact? Are you allowed to bring in outside material? I can go on and on and on. But um, th this kind of thing is fascinating me lately because it's, like I said, Wes, it's real easy to go, that would never happen to me. But we've all been a little brainwashed at times, you know? Um, maybe not, not to the degree of that, but I'm, I think we're all capable of being under all of us. Or, you know, it's it's a slow thing. And next thing you know, you're fucking being asked to drink the Kool-Aid. And you go, how the fuck did I get here to this place? You know, it's a series of compromises is what I think happens and lands you there. But anyway, that's my fucking, uh, Wes. What, I mean, what are your thoughts on this whole fucking Jim Jones? Because there's, there's like, there's been the Heavenscape people, right? There was the Branch Davidians. Um, you know, what... And, and, you know, like I said, in the Branch Davidians and Jim Jones, it's the same arc with these guys. It's it, very similar to a Warren Jeffs, right? The, uh, you know, the only difference is, you know, Warren Jeffs in jail. He didn't go out with mass suicide. But, but, but very similar MOs, the way they, the way they operate and way, the way their organizations are run, you know. Um it's just, and people are not, it's not like people are being forced to follow the followers. That's the reality that, that I think people have got, it's, it's hard to put your arms around it, but the, by and large, the people that were in Guyana were there by choice. Now, some of them won the book, but what I'm saying is the people, I mean, they're followers. They're there by choice. They're not most, you know, by the time they start getting fucked with and things kind of blow up. You know, hopefully the government will learn a better job how to, you know, approach these guys. You, you, you know what I mean? Like the way uh, Jim Jones was approached, Waco was, I mean, it's just these, you got to just go in with a model like, okay, this is a wacko. You know what I'm saying, dude? You, you know? Um, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly. These are guys that end up committing themselves uh, uh, to the end. Exactly. And when you're committed the other, to the, the end, reality. how the fuck do you approach that? Because he's ending it. He knows that if he ever has to stand trial or answer for the things he's been doing in this world, that, you know, he's fucked. Whichever, whether it's uh, whether it's Jim Jones or Koresh, uh, one right. of those. Uh, so they just they just commit to it. Uh 
it, it, and people, yeah, people do this of their own accord. They, they find community acceptance. It fills whatever that void is and then tells you you that void is filled because of us. So you can't leave. And, and you, you, you see it happen in, in other areas today. It's very applicable to yeah. look at that behavior when we, when we see some of the, some of the conspiracies, some of the things that larger numbers than you would think gravitate towards. Uh, it's, it's sad, uh, well, but we I see it happening on a grander scale today. Just they don't, they kind of are though an end times cult, what we're talking about now. Uh, but, but yeah, it's uh it's, it's frightening. It's well, a bit frightening. I think the, the dynamic I've noticed is that I'm going to, I'm going to use broad terms because I'm not going to put this into political terms. If somebody speaks a truth that works for them, okay, they're attacked. So in other words, you're almost encouraged to shut up and not be you, right? Because you're attacked. So that's like phase one of just slowly, dude. I mean, AA, it was happening to me, man. You know, and, and look, I'm not saying AA is a cult. I'm just saying if you read the, the Hassan book and you apply his, it's the bite model. It's the bite model. Um, and I, once again, I'm no fucking expert. You know, I'd love to get somebody that actually knows about this shit. But here's the other dynamic that's going on. One of my favorite investigative journalists of all time, Lynn Packer. Uh, I think the guy is, he was a, a Utah journalist, Vietnam veteran. He's in an environment where he's had to report on stories <clears throat> that pisses off the status quo, right? On both sides. And he just, he's about the facts, right? This guy is just great. And he's got, he's got a site and what he's doing, he's, he's taking on operation underground railroad and Tim Ballard and, and all these hucksters. And there's a, you know, I would, anybody, there's some people that have podcasts on here and that listen in vet your guests, man. If you're going to have somebody on that claims something extraordinary, right? Uh, uh, some sort of service medal, some sort of tie to special forces, um, you, you know, things of this nature, surviving uh, horrific tales of uh, human trafficking. There are two people that he's outed. These, these tales are, and the, this is what upsets me because human trafficking is real. You know, it's a real fucking thing. But these outlandish fucking tales of my parents at the age of four um, started this and it was 40, 50 times a day. Um, then when I was married, they threatened my life and it, and, and, and it, and these people will go on podcasts and, 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 and without checking any, checking into the veracity of these stories and you come to find out you know, just kind of, just kind of step back, you know, it, just be careful. I just, because, you know, I like what Lynn does. He goes, here are the podcasts they were on, you know, and, and most of these pod, what happens is you get a lot of views, right? And so I know they're probably, re you know, well, because it, Coco Berthman is one of them. Google that name, Coco Berthman. Okay. That's, that's just all kinds of 
just horrific story, right? And then you investigate it. Her psychiatrist, she suffers from this. You, you know, she she mentioned something about her sister being dead and her sister's still alive. It's like this these kinds of stories, dude. You know? And it's just it just it's 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 sad because it detracts from the real shit. And it is fucking real. It is it's not to be diminished, but these ridiculous some of this extreme tales of these things. I don't know why I brought that up, but I'm just promoting Lynn Packer because he's like, he's in his seventies. I believe now he's just doing it because he loves it. You know, I don't know the guy. I, I don't know the guy personally. I just really respect his fucking work, man. I mean, he's just all of his stories because he just, I like people that expose cons. I just like that. And sometimes, you know, what I, you know, it, it, the story doesn't go the way you want. Sometimes it's not a con and everything's on the up and up and you're like, shit, you, you, you know, I didn't, you know what I mean? He's just, I just know that he's going to report the facts. Anyway, Lynn Packer, Lynn Packer, L-Y-N-N, Lynn K. Packer. He's great journalist, man. Just. That's, isn't it sad that that stands out? when that should actually be what all journalism is. And isn't it sad how much of our journalism is unvetted, uh, just uh, horseshit being thrown at us it's, it's, uh, with it's, opinion. And on all sides, that, man, I just think, you know, I just think, you know, we're just fucking bullshit fucking, and I'm not going to vet like somebody, you, you, you know what I'm saying here, guys, if, if you're going to have like, <clears throat> you, you know, just make sure that, or like, for example, <clears throat> here's another thing. You know, the the guy from American Crime Journal does a lot of reporting on these stories, right? And he's associated with Lynn Packer. And I wrote him last night and just kind of like said, "Hey, man, I'm ready when you are." So hopefully, I'll hear back. But I'm, I, you know, he comes on. I'm going to write. I've already written Operation Underground Railroad, and because I look, I'm like, I just want to know what the truth is. You you know what I mean? I'm not coming in with an opinion. I'm just, you know, I will say. You know, I, I, I never worked for Department of Homeland Security, so I don't know what rules constraints they have. I was in the military. Right. And I was in I worked in the government, you know, and I worked in the private sector. And it just it, it you know, being able to send civilians into a foreign country. To do a operation where they're armed. And they're you know, basically in their words, doing a, an assault to take over a place and extracting people, right? Extracting, um, quote, ch children, human traffic, you're being trafficked and, and putting the people in jail, right? So <clears throat> that's an extraordinary story, right? That's, you know, and when I first heard it, I was like, this is, this guy sounds like an amazing guy. It, the first time I, heard, I was like, what, what a fucking, what a, and, but then you just, so I'm just trying to find out the truth because I, I just, I find it hard to believe that civilians can just do this without creating an international incident. Right. Well, uh, I don't know that, uh, uh, as far as the, the validity of any of that, don't know but right. on the on the comment of civilians actually acting in this way and not creating international incident we we have tons of examples of it right now russian mercenaries uh all of the uh which is a problem in uh in all sorts of uh 
of Saharan area uh, countries. Uh, no that, shit. Uh, there were Russian mercenaries. And then, and then what is a huge business in, in this country? Uh, Blackwater, the private fucking army, DeVos's brother, uh, that piece of shit. We, we actually have a lot more private, uh, private organizations that are armed in foreign countries than you would expect. But it it does seem under, they're under a government contract. You, you, you know, they're a, they're under a government contract. They're not a nonprofit acted independently. B they're also attached to there's representatives of our government. I know we're subbing out a lot of military functions to Blackwater, but it's, it's, a, it, this is a different situation than uh, catching a commercial flight in the middle of America, right? Landing in Haiti and checking into the fucking Hyatt and taken off with your minivan and what looks to be like insurance salesmen and attorneys from the suburbs to go do a operation. Right. And then once again, you know, when I saw the, the, the quote training before they were going to do this, I was like, they're going to get, this can't be for real. And when I watched Lynn Packer explain this, I, I will quote Lynn Packer. He goes, it looked like the Keystone cops, you know? <laughs> so, you know, once again, you know, um, if I were to be honest, I, I'm you know, so far, you, you know, the responses I've seen haven't added up, but uh, you know, like I said, just vet people. That's the reason why I'm bringing it up is because when I watched his story, some, some people like us just innocently had somebody on a podcast and this is not, I just protect yourself. Cause you don't, you know, and you want to believe people, but I mean, you know, if it's, if it's an incredible story of human trafficking and stuff, do a little research. Cause some of these just cursory, you would, you would go, whoa, or at the very least, if they're going to be banging on their parents or other people, then offer that other side an opportunity to chime in because you know, so, like I said, there people, there are people that that make up you know incredible stories, man. Nine eleven stories. What was that one dude that said he was, there was a guy that made up this incredible story, and and you know, much to his credit, owned up to it and apologized. But it's a, I, I forget the details. But there was a you know he was in the towers and all this kind of shit, and he was nowhere to be found, right? And it's just a little bit of research would have showed people that, but they just ran with that story. And that's a press responsibility, but, and podcasting's a hobby. It's just, it's just, a, just be careful, you know? And, and the only reason, because when I watched this show, it just kind of chimed how easy that could be. You know, I've had people on my podcast that have, that have made some claims and, you know, just, it's just be aware of it. You, you, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know. Now, that the interesting thing that you just said there was podcasting as a hobby, which you and I understand. We openly tell people we're talking out our ass. We're full of shit. We are not telling you what to think. There are so many people that get their news, that get their information and, and their opinions from podcasts that don't do the vetting that you're, you're speaking of. So it's, it's interesting that podcasting is becoming a news source for uh, people. Well, uh, there, uh, there, there are some, not ours, but there are some really good ones where, you know, getting back to this investigative journalism thing, and I'm not a journalist, right? But as I, there are, I, I have a real, like, I have an appreciation for people to go into healthcare, 
because I desperately need those people. I desperately need people that are, that are able to go out there and find the truth and report on facts because I can't, I can't go out like I used to, you, you know what I mean? So I just need, we need this and we need somebody willing to expose or not expose, but put in the work on corruption and all these kinds of things. I mean, if that, that movie spotlight, uh, that was that in the Boston Herald or one Boston paper, it was a, a, a investigative, no ROI, but the new owner just decided to keep it going. And they, they, they blew the lid off the, the Catholic priest scandal. Right. But that took investigative journalism. There's the, and it's when the guy from American crime journal, his name is Damien was telling me it's a real challenge because you know, conventional media, they just don't have the, the quote bandwidth. They just, they got to have quick turnover, you, you know, and to just think of it as any other business process, the news story, quick stories. I can use, you know, more resource, less resource, this kind of thing, tying up a bunch of people for just one story. It, I, I financially, I understand how we got to this place, but, um, you know, I just want to like shine a light, you know, when I find somebody that I think does really cool investigative journalism or like an amateur podcaster like us, but it's actually trying to follow like journalism rules. You, you, you know what I mean? Where they bring in all sides and they, 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 it's just, it's like I said, I, I think we need it. There, there's several kind of, I can, yeah, I don't want to promote a bunch of them, but there's there's a there's a couple of them out there that do a really good job. And and most and, and I will say for the most part, unfortunately, um there's two. I talked about the spotlight. There's this other one. It's called Mormon Leaks, is the name of the site. And now they call it Faith Leaks or the Truth and Transparency Foundation. I think they I think they ran out of funding because it's time. But they they did an investigation. It made it into the New York Times into uh, covering up of child sex abuse within within a church, you know, and it was real journalism, you, you know, and uh, it was just an amazing piece of work that they did. And they're just two guys. You, you, you know what I mean, dude? They're just they, I, I, I think, I think the guy, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think his name is Ryan McKnight. I think he's an accountant or something, right? Two guys that just have a passion and they're, you know, they, they, they expose some stuff about Jehovah's witness church, you know, stuff like that. They're just what they're, they're not about exposing. They're just about shining a light on what the facts are and what the truth is. That's it. They don't have an ax to grind. That's why I really like them. They're not like anti anything. You, you know what I mean? It goes both ways, but they shine a light and you're like, holy shit. And, you know, they got sued, I believe, by Jehovah's Witness Church. Anyway, Mormon leaks, Truth and Transparency Foundation. They, they, they fascinating website, guys. Fascinating. Sorry, Wes. And those uh, uh, you hope that there's you would hope that there's more and more of that because uh, we need those people out there that that uh, are doing the actual because from a financial standpoint, it doesn't necessarily make any sense. No. It has to be almost a public service. Uh, so you're hoping there are people that are of intelligence that are drawn to journalism, to actual journalism, because so much anymore on whatever side of the spectrum you are on, everything is uh, commercial. Everything coming to you has some agenda and some opinion uh, put along with it. And uh, it's, I, I hope 
that there would be more of those, but uh, you know, they've, they've got to get a loud enough voice and be able to compete with the loud uh, deep pockets that, that are funding all of the other propaganda that's getting thrown at us from everyone. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And it's like I said, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was, I don't know. We got on some weird stuff. I love this podcast, man. We have no plan once again. Um, but we talked about some weird, some good shit, man. All right, let's talk about, we're going to flip the script and talk about creative shit just for a second. Saturday. Um, are we doing it? You feel up to oh, it? Oh, we're, we're, we're doing We're it. doing a movie night. All we're right. doing a fucking movie night Go ahead for and sure. Tell the kids at home I, what we're doing Saturday. Because that went really uh, well uh, last Saturday. I want to keep that up, man. Hey, by the I way, had a lot of- radio and only crazy lady, if you have suggestions on the start time, we're totally open. You know, just let us know. Go ahead, Wes. Tell us. I mean, a little. We're a little open. We're a little open. They they might not have that that much of a problem because they're they're out west and out west. I don't know that it's that bad. Yeah. But Saturday night, uh, as we have done for weeks now, uh, Saturday night, eleven p.m. Eastern, uh, eight p.m. Pacific, we have our movie night. Uh, this is over on Stream Surf with Wes and Jess uh, on Facebook and YouTube. And it's on We Enjoy Every Day, our weed cartoon. And, of course, Will Dick from the Art of Floundering podcast is there. And he he is our content guy. Oh, my God. I'm sure there's going to be some great puppet action. And we we had a great show Saturday. I love the interactions yeah, there dude, with, that was with great. good old Edith Bunker. And uh, and everything Edith Edith would make some off off uh, you know off joke there and and we had some video to go to we had some it, it kind of worked out beautiful because uh, I didn't have any content and I'm not like I say after last week's health and uh, other issues here I'm not making any commitments to content I'm gonna be there uh, I hope to have some content. But I'm just I'm just taking taking everything off my shoulders right now and just I'm gonna plow through the weekend and so I'm happy on Saturday. Uh, that's it, it's 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 gonna be a great week. It's gonna be a great week. But join us uh, join us on Saturday. I'm gonna have a new amazing slacker. I think uh, yes. I think my plan for the amazing slacker is this. Um, I'm going to take it up into up into the holidays, definitely. So it's going to go that long because I've already got the Christmas. You know, I kind of in my head know where I'm going with this. But what I am going to continue to do with these is do a uh, like a highlight reel before the episode that kind of sums up what happened. And I know I know there's a lot going on and I'm high. So, um, you know, but like I said, I, you know, getting I think both of us are I don't think, you know, it's like phenomenal, but I think our stuff is pretty good. And, and, um, and like I said, what I'm looking to do with mine is not make a name for myself, but show this to somebody next week and and say, this is where I'm coming from. And these are the kind of skills that I want to impart. So, cause I've already got a property picked out in Pueblo. And I, so we're going to just see what happens next week, but you know, that's why I, I, I gotta, I, man, if anybody, somebody that really knows this, not somebody that's trying to sell me something. All right. And it's, I want legit because I want real people, not fake people. But if anybody knows anybody or is in this, you know, SEO and all this web, you know, 
I don't have time to do it. That wants to do a good deed, get with Wes and myself because I really need some fucking marketing. And um, and like I said, I I just I just would like to build a little bit of momentum. There's got to be more than eight people that dig our stuff, right? There's got to be. There's a lot of weird people, right? So I'm trying to cast a wide fucking net, you know. And it, you figure if you cast a wide enough net, and this is like 0.001, it, it might get enough views so I look credible enough when I talk to this guy about Pueblo, about, you know, like, hey, I want to, you know, fucking do this thing here, this nonprofit. And, you know, but not, you, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, because, you know what I'm saying? When he sees, the, it's going to be an interesting meeting, you know? Um, that 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 should be. that Your, your stuff is coming along. The... You raise the bar uh, again every week. You raise the bar every week. You're you're uh, growing with that show, and I'm I'm so impressed watching it. Uh, not not just the comedy. I mean the fucking story. You're piecing all this together, so that that's all working out great. I uh, I'm I I'm loving it. I just uh, it's you started talking about the transition period, and the weather got hot again here. It's in the, it's back up in the fucking eighties. So the sun is just, oh, fuck me. So uh, I was really looking forward to cooler weather and everything. I'm, I'm still up on all of it. It's just, oh, what a shit fucking week this is. Hey, maybe by Tuesday or Wednesday, things will be better. I, I don't know. Well, you know, one Colorado, of those kind of things. It's doing the, it's doing the fucking cold as fuck in the morning kind of shit or cold as fuck to me. And then by the, you know, afternoon, it's like fucking crazy hot. You know what I mean? It already feels warm and humid by 9 a.m. when I walk outside now. I, I'm, I'm longing for the sitting outside in a little bit of cool air, drinking my coffee and, and uh, getting that buzz on that. I like, I like going out onto the porch when it's cooler out. Not cold, but cooler. And it's just, it's back to this horseshit, you know? Give you guys an idea. Just, uh, Wes, this is something I'd like to try in the second half. We're at 38 minutes, so this is 20 minutes from now. But I'd like to, like I was talking to you before the thing, I think I got things set up. The folks Podbeam will be able to hear. But I want to pull up TikTok and look at, you know, just pull up some things <laughs> from the web. Um, you know, and it gets, I tell you what gets really weird is, um, you know, with TikTok, you know, I... <sighs> I, I guess since they're posting their stuff, they're okay with it being seen by people. So that's a different, you know, I, I, you know, I'm always conflicted because uh, I'm leading into something here, you know, and I assume that somebody that has a YouTube site wants their stuff to be seen, but YouTube's really funny and Facebook's really funny about stuff that gets streamed to their sites. Right. I, you know, I don't know how Facebook is. So what I'm saying is Facebook may shit a fucking brick when I do this. But I don't think I don't think there's any copyright fucking bullshit with streaming TikTok fucking shit. I don't think, but you never know. So we're going to find that out. But instead of me riffing on all these weird videos that piss me off, what I thought would be interesting is I'll pull up TikTok and then we will uh, see what videos pop up is my suggestion. So it won't and we'll just see. OK, I just thought that would be interesting. Then the other thing I may do, I was going to do this back in whatever. If I get more people listening, I really want to do something with uh, uh, the specter of online dating. The 
just that, you know, um, I haven't really, you know, somebody willing, and I participate in this willing to, uh, you know, share what their profile is. And we as a group can help them modify it. And I don't know, just, we'll just have like a, if anybody out there is considering online dating and they're willing to be a part, I thought it'd be cool to come on the show and they could take suggestions from dipshits and they could see if implementing the dipshit suggestions, or it, I, I'll tell you, here's my, here's my suggestion. Online dating, it's hookup. I don't care what you tell yourself. Right. I don't care what you put in your profile or what you tell yourself why you're going there. In the end, that's what it's going to wind up being. Nothing more. Yes, there are stories of people that have met. Hang on. Met on match. <laughs> no, no, it's there's met on like match.com. Right. And, you know, there are those stories. But, you know, by and large, and, and maybe at least in my demographic, these online sites. So my advice is just understand what you're getting into. You, you know what I mean? Just know that that's, I, I have found that, you know, I'm matching with people that that's kind of what they're wanting to do too. You know, this is not a, just a dude thing. This is like, I'm, I'm thinking maybe this is, maybe I'm wrong, but is Tinder a hook? Anybody help me out. Is Tinder just a fucking hookup site? Cause that's my, what I think it is. I, I think you're right. All the stories I've heard and everything. Yeah. And and I think you're right about it. Not just being a guy thing. I think you're dead on with that. Yeah. I mean, no, I, and that's just, you know, I mean, here recently, some of the, the shit I'm like, but like I said, I'm not that I'm a saint dude, because I'm not above any, you know, but I'm kind of looking for a conversation, which is really kind of creepy to these people, to these people, to the, the folks that I'm interacting, I, I bring up having a conversation. You would think I'm like, I have like the weirdest fetish in the world. I was the, the, the vomit guy. Hey, man, I'm looking for somebody to vomit on me. Okay, that's cool. But can we have a conversation first? You fucking weirdo. Get out of here. You know, I'll, I'll, we can do scat and vomit. I might even, okay, here's a true story. All right, another true story from my fucking checkered past. I'm a, we're working in New York in New York city around the area of church street, church and Morgan. I always forget them. And this is when I was in the private sector, I worked for a company called Siemens and we would do automation systems in the pulse service and wherever the big, it wasn't the plant by the world trade center. The other one, that was the one. And right outside there was just, this is a uh, late eighties or early, yeah, late eighties, just hooker central. Right. And, and, and like, fucking cops everywhere. It was just, I mean, as you would walk to your car, you know, or to the subway or whatever. And there were times when it would become a real hassle because you were just trying to get, you had work, you got done with work, right? And you, it's been a long fucking day. And you just want to get to the fucking subway and you, you're kind of having to run the gauntlet of, being proposition, which normally it doesn't bother me, but this one, this one particular time, I just wanted to, you, you know what I mean? So I tell my buddies, I said, I'm just not up for this fucking shit today. So I'm just going to, the first one that, that, you know, that propositions us, just let me, let me handle this and they'll never, they'll never fucking bother us again. And so she comes up to us and I go, Hey man, I'm a little sick, but I was wondering if you wouldn't mind, and it, it, I thought this would be outrageous. If you wouldn't mind pissing and shitting on me. 
I thought this would disgust her and they would leave us alone. Right. And I didn't have, once again, I didn't have a problem. I just wanted to, it was just, I just wanted to fucking, it was a gauntlet of this shit. And I just, that this particular day, we had been there 18 hours. I just wanted to get to the hotel. Um, she goes, well, I don't have to go right now, but if you can give me like 20 minutes, but, and then yells on up to the fucking everybody on the sidewalk. This guy's looking for a golden showers. If anybody has to go right now. So the, the fucking backfired on me, dude, fucking backfired on me. So moral of that story is I should have just, you know, let people, let people do what they're doing instead of trying to fucking control a situation that I couldn't control. That's the moral of the story is like I said, normally it does, you know, it's, I, I, you know, I, I wish it was legal. So, so people could be safe, you know, uh, and, and not put their lives at risk and, and all that kind of stuff. But like I said, dude, that's, that's that weird story from my past, man. That's, that's uh, and York. you're not lying about that, that being the way New York was and everything. I had, I had the, uh, salespeople from, uh, the company there. Uh, this is, I think late eighties or whatever. Uh, they're they're walking across the Times Square area and just getting proposition left and right. Oh yeah. And then one uh, one just goes ahead and grabs a guy by the genitals. Uh, and the purpose of grabbing him by the genitals was because she was trying to get his, his wallet, wallet out yeah. of his. Uh, uh, and so there ended up being an assault there. Uh, so yeah, I've I've heard similar stories. Uh, what a what a time for New York, the heyday of New York. Yeah, right? it, you know, and yeah. it's also they also had. Uh, I'm going to date myself. They had public access TV, like they do everywhere, right? And okay, they had this fucking thing. Google it. It was called Channel J. All right, and basically at a certain time of night, it was some loophole in the FCC regulations with public in this particular fucking zone where it was game on. It was porn. And it not really porn as much as like a bunch of like, it was like, imagine it wasn't YouTube, but YouTube like vid amateur type videos of like, hey, today we're going to interview, uh, you know, the the dude that does this kind of porn down in Times Square, you, you know, and there was this person called, they, dude, and they have it all. I mean, there, there, I, I, there were commercials that, that to this day ring in my head. And here, here's one of them. The tea dance at Private Eyes. Okay, this, this was like just some. It was it was an advertisement for for a gay bar, and they had this Sunday tea dance. And the guy's voice, it just always killed me. It's like you know, it's time to settle down. You know, or it, I mean, it's like it, it's like the, the the movie theater voice, like you know, in a time. And he's just going, and it's just kind of like, but it's like pure like filth. You know, it's time to get your grind on and da da da. You put in that, you know, and then. As he gets done in that movie voice, basically describing fucking, you know, all kinds of, you know, sex acts, right? Then he goes, join us at the tea dance at Private Eyes. It just fucking cracked me up, man. <laughs> and so, so it's just one of those things because it was a novelty. And so there was no internet in fucking 88, 89. So I'd flip it on Channel J and go to sleep to this fucking insanity. But the Rob, Google, Robin Berg. Um, she was, she did like a talk show. It was actually really good. 
she would just interview people that worked in the adult entertainment industry. Al Goldstein, I don't know if anybody ever remembers that guy. Uh, he had a thing called Screw Magazine. Um, and he had a lot of run-ins with the government, very much like uh, Larry Flint. But Goldstein, now Larry Flint at the time was very risque. Goldstein took it to a totally different, now it's, it's in today's, it's nothing. But Goldstein, you know, he was like, uh, he was kind of a free speech dude. But anyway, he would be on a lot. And uh, anyway, Channel J, I don't know how he got on that, but but it was the coolest shit. It really was. I mean, you just, you would, you would hear shit that you just, you couldn't, you know, and that's what makes like all these different podcasts and all these different creators so cool because it's like shit that, that people just don't do, but it's very interesting. I wasn't like sitting there goofing on this stuff. This was fascinating to me. These interviews she would have, you know, I mean, it was, I don't know, dude, it was channel J. I don't know if it's still around. Did you ever watch it? Did you ever spend any time in New York City in the late 80s? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't until the 90s. And I only I only stayed out in Long Island. I had to drive through fucking. New I hated driving. I got directions to get over to New Jersey. It was the only time I actually was ever late for a sales call. I get directions to come from Long Island over to New Jersey. And I they end up sending me because this is before the Internet, before you've got a map on your phone or even a phone with you. Uh, I end up coming out of the Lincoln Tunnel and I'm right there on fucking 34th Street. And I'm like, I'm the only car that's not a fucking cab again. Uh, and, and it's just where the fuck am I going? And so I'm following to try to find where I can get on over to. It was a it was a horrible experience. I I I, I never liked I never liked uh, I never liked driving in that area. I hate fucking busy, uh, busy areas. It, they annoy the shit out of me. I do want to mention uh, uh only crazy lady. She confirmed your, or at least gave an example to confirm that women are in on those online dating sites for hookups as well. She has a friend that uses Tinder and calls it her sex toy. Uh, Cause that's why she uses it just for hookups. Well, I mean, it, it, I just, like I said, people, you know, and I just think, uh, you know, let's not go through the charade of saying that's not why we're there. I mean, you don't have to put that in your, I, I respect that. You know, that's just honesty, man. I, I want to get back to that, but I, I want to, this is part of the experiment. So this is uh, what you're looking at here. Here is, uh, and it'll be better next week, but on our window, I've got the Wikipedia window open for Robin Bird. Let me read something to you. I talked about Robin Bird. Robin Bird, born April 1957 is an American former pornographic actress and host of the Robin Bird show, which has appeared on least access cable television in New York city since 1977. So she's still doing it. So I'm going to look, fuck, it'd be great to get her on this podcast, but she's big time probably. But I'm telling you, Robin Bird, uh, public access after guest hosting on the least access show called hot legs, uh, bird changed the name to the Robin Bird show in 77. The show is aired continuously since then. Um, each episode features Bird in her trade trademark black crochet bikini and white fingernail polish on an all red set with large heart shaped neon sign. Anyway, and then it says, "Baby, let me bang your box." Interesting show, the, the Robin <laughs> Bird um, Robin Bird show, and it was like I said, it was on uh, public access TV. So a little little, and it, it's that's cool that shit's still around, you know. Hey, I, I want to say good morning to Edith Bunker. 
Edith Bunker uh, over there on Facebook. Good morning. Good morning. We got called sexy men. Edith is feeling randy oh, this morning, I can see. Hey, yes. I was supposed to get with Edith yesterday, Wes, and I told you about my problem. Edith, I'm going to attempt, for whatever reason, I'm falling asleep between 12 and 2, and that's it until, like, I was up. I'm up. I mean, I was up at, like, 5 this morning. I rode the bike, and I got stuff done, but I can't – I fall asleep pretty easily. Anyway, all right, so we're at the second hour. I have to use the restroom and get some tea, and I have a treat. Uh, I'm going to play, um, it's a song, a good song. So if you can't see the visual, you can listen to a good song. However, if you can watch it, you can see some very early animation that I did with Spanky's puppets. And the reason why I'm showing it is I'm going to do better, uh, now that I have different skills and I hope to do some more, uh, animations. What I, what I hope to be able to do is every American slacker have an original song. It's not part of the episode, but at the end, have an original song and a video, an animation. That I, I hope to be able to do that. I think because I really want to, I've got a lot of pictures and stuff that I've taken that I want to start working with. I got some cool shit. So anyway, I'm going to play something while we do this. I got to turn Wes's mic off. And this is an acoustic cover of Give Me Shelter. Um, the song, that's the song. It's an acoustic cover. Give me shelter. Uh, the video is called spanky space and time machine. I'm going to work on this even better, but I got a concept of spanky getting a time machine. But anyway, uh, we'll be right back after this song. This runs three minutes and 21 seconds. Just a kiss away, it's just a kiss away. 
We're back. Holy shit. You talk about perfect timing. Hey, Edith Bunker. Um, or uh, open invitation. If you want to come on, you don't even have to be on camera or Velda wrong wants to come on. Just, just shoot West a note. I, I got too much going on and we'll get you the zoom link, but no pressure, but that's what I want to talk to you about later. Uh, elder wrong. And you've got open invite on this morning show, dude. Uh, okay, so back to, back to where we're at, because I've got to do some tech stuff here to pull this off. So I've got to focus on this and only this right now. So, Wes, why don't you tell everybody what we're doing Saturday? Why, why fix the window here? Wes, your mic's not on. Your mic's not on, Wes. Your mic's not on. I apologize. Right. I apologize. It's, it's uh, Monday morning, no, Monday it's blues, Saturday night, Saturday night. We're going to be uh, doing stream surf with Wes and Jess movie night, along with Will Dick from the art of floundering podcast, uh, 11 PM Eastern, uh, 8 PM Pacific. Uh, we're going to have the best hands of the amazing. Everybody slacker. else stop that debating. debating. Sorry. It's so weird. I'm on TikTok. Okay, go ahead, Wes. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that was no problem. Uh, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna have new content. Uh, I don't know if I'll have any content. I'm I'm gonna be just right up front about how shitty everything has been lately. But I'm hoping for a better week. But we will definitely be having a good time. So get your buzz on uh, if you're at home on a Saturday night looking for something to do. Join us uh, and just have fun with us out in the con comments. That's. We're just there to have fun. So uh, uh, come along, and if you're into adult comedy, you're going to have a good time. I'll have some content, and if anybody wants to send in content, please do. Um, you know, we, we, we'd love to see other people's work, man. So just throw it out there, you know. Um, we're getting close to Halloween, so it could even be that theme. So, okay, Wes, um, what I'm getting ready to do here, kids at home, is we're going to look at uh, TikTok. That's three. So what we're going to do is, and this, you got to give me a second. I've never done this live. So of course, something's going to fuck up on me. So I've got the video up there in case people are scrolling by, they can see the video. So I'm going to close this out. And this is, we're just going to, 
see what hits my TikTok feed. Wes, I'm going to have to turn your mic off while it plays, and then I'll turn it back on after each video. So here we go. So I'm going to close this window out. All right. All right. Let me turn Wes's mic on. I I I I can't deal with it. Hang on for a second here. Boom! Boom! We'll go back to that. Uh, I, I learned a little something. Next time I'm going to have videos queued up. But um, let me, that's what's kind of popped up on TikTok. I'm going to scroll down to see. Hey, y'all stay. Here's another trend. He said I am the principal at school and the students dared me to come get a haircut by. Wow, a haircut right here on TikTok, kids. Yeah, yeah, get your hair cut on. All right. All right, this guy, um, this guy is called, well, the guy in the front with the red hair, he pops up a lot. He's like, you, you know, I mean, he seems like a good dancer, but he, for whatever reason, his videos always popping up. Uh, his name's not popping up because this is another guy he's dancing with, Gordon Watkins. But the guy with the red hair, he pops up a lot. So let me just play this, and then we're out of TikTok, just so, so you can watch. But those of you, oh wait a minute, this is fucking. See, I don't know how TikTok gets away with it. It's a BG song, so it's a copyright thing. So fucking Facebook and YouTube are gonna have fits. But let's just do it anyway. All right, that's enough. So let me see if there's anything else interesting. Uh, all right, God. All right, that's TikTok, guys. Enough of TikTok for now. We'll come back to it. Wes, let me hit the thing. Sorry, that kind of backfired, man. I thought it'd be more interesting than that, but maybe next time. Uh, I, I don't know. TikTok, uh, I don't know that it's going to be any more interesting. It's just so, so weird. I, I, I'm really, I mean, it, I, creating content for it, being someone that writes jokes and different stuff, it, it, it's not a natural thing for me. It's, it's not a natural thing. And I, 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 I find it a little bit difficult. Uh, I find it to be a little bit difficult. Well, I, um, you know that what I am pleasantly surprised is the you know the the type of videos that normally pop up or like what I've been talking about are the the people dancing almost nude you know and that didn't pop up so they're you know because I I don't follow anybody I follow you now Wes on TikTok and Jack Black I don't I don't like I don't do anything to do hopefully not shape any metrics right. The only thing might be as long as I sit there, but what comes up on my feed is the only thing I watch. I don't go anywhere else only because I'm not a fan of TikTok. I think we're just, we're just doing, we're just helping China collect data 
And I also believe it's, you know, just a, like all social media, it's just to pacify people. But I, I'm an old dude. I recognize there's some value, but I just am curious what, and, and like I said, so it looks like Wes, they decided thankfully, cause I don't engage. And so n- none of these typical videos are popping up, man. The, uh, the, the, uh, the, the one with the country song and the people dancing the half nude and the butt thong, you know? Yeah. It, they don't make any sense to me. And Edith Bunker has no idea what TikTok is, uh, yeah. but Edith does have an OnlyFans page to help stretch that social security check. I, I, uh, that's, you know, that's, uh, I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see that you're, uh, that there's a market for that, Edith. I, you know, I wouldn't be sure, but people out there of all kinds, they're all looking for it. So I'm glad to see you're having success with that, Edith. It is important. All right, Wes. So we've got the second hour of all kinds of stuff. I've got stuff queued up to show if we run out of stuff to talk about. But the one thing I want to do is I want to, I'm going to pull up and I got to do it on a different window so I don't screw things up is I'm going to pull up radio par less, uh, message. And so bear with me on that while I'm doing that. Um, yeah, fuck. This is such a pain in the ass on fucking Facebook. I'll do it later. Uh, Facebook is just a pain in the ass right now. Um, it, Wes, I, I've got a, I've got a quick question. Um, yes, we were talking about, you know, on your show, when you were, you had creators on so far, you've had, uh, uh, um, Jackie, right. The artist named Jackie and you had, I love weed TV, correct? Uh, I love weed live. I love love weed Weed Live. live. Have you had anybody else on yet? Uh, no, we haven't. We, we stopped the. We stopped the creators thing. Uh, uh, it's it's on hiatus right now. So uh, I, I'm we could revive it, I guess. Remember, we were doing we were doing nightly runs, and uh, I was putting other people that weren't me in a position of having to put out more effort than they felt comfortable yeah. with. And uh, and so we backed off of that for the time being, and uh, and we're still in flux. It's not, it's not like we, we know exactly what's going on. Uh, the, just like this show, we're just pulling this shit out of our ass. We're just, you know, seeing what, well, throwing shit up, seeing what where, works, where, having fun. Where can people go and, and watch the, cause those are, those are good to watch. Even though you, you may not be doing any more right now, where can people go and see the, the uh, quote older ones, man? The, the, uh, they're all going to be on at stream servers, uh, either on, uh, uh, on Facebook at stream servers, stream surf with Wes and Jess, uh, the meet the creators of uh, the YouTube channel for stream surf with Wes and Jess. It has a playlist that has the meet the creators episodes. In it. Uh, those were, those were kind of fun. Uh, did enjoy. Being that fun. I love meeting other people that, that, create stuff and do this sort of thing it's you know you're finding kindred spirits when you're doing that and i i like seeing the people that are doing something that isn't just fucking watching somebody playing video games here i'm gonna play video games uh in a tank top watch me uh those people don't need don't need the acknowledgement they've already got their fans like edith it's amazing edith what do you do on your only fans are you playing video games uh in a in a big old uh wire hook bra are you uh, with me high uh, stockings? Is that what we've got going on there, Edith? I'm, I'm wondering what Edith's only fans 
consists of is she playing uh, (laughs) some sort of world of Warcraft? When you you bring up gaming, man, you you know, it is interesting what people, uh, what, you, you know, I've noticed me included. Sometimes I'll watch just something. Somebody will turn on a live feed. It'll be just some random, like it'll be a shot of something. You know what I mean? Or like a trash can. You're like, what the hell is this? And I'll find myself watching that. You know, it's weird. Um, but like a lot of people do watch game streams, you you know what I mean? And, uh, I, I, you know, I guess, I don't know. I just, I, I don't game anymore. You know, you know, I have, but have you watched game streams, Wes? Is anybody out there watch games? I know Edith stays away from it because Edith knows gaming is just another one of Satan's fucking tricks. Edith is well aware of that. But Edith, Edith just let me know that she would pay good money to watch me play video games in the tank top. Oh, well that, you know, and it's, and I won't be, I won't be hard on your social security check there. I I'll, I'll make a deal with you there, Edith. I, you know, Hey, yeah, you've heard of starving artists. We'll, we'll do things. We'll do things just to, just to pay that, those fucking bills. Got to keep that electricity on there. Uh, now I've watched some of it. I've watched some of it. And, uh, you know, the, the thing there, there is a bit of a, Oh, this doesn't make any fucking sense to me. And South Park did an episode about it where, uh, uh, Ike and all the younger kids were watching somebody react to somebody watching PewDiePie react to somebody else playing video games. And they were saying, this is stupid. You're not playing the video game. You're just doing this. And they just kept calling Stan and Kyle boomers. Okay. Boomer. It was when they were telling them, uh, which was really funny. And it, when I when I look at it, think about the interesting thing that people don't talk about as much if you're not in the business of creating is how far the technology has come because of how many people are using it. And now that Unreal Engine, which is used for people to create not, not only in video games, but also for filming and for other things, real-time rendering, what they use on the Mandalorian. And that also is going to give us the ability to, once we can create our avatars and go into the VR world, uh, this totally, the background and the immersiveness is already there. We're just now going to have to get the experience uh, into, you know, into VR really. Uh, It's amazing to watch all the technology coming across uh, with video games. Uh, real quick, uh, for those of you watching at home, th- that's, whoops. Um, I just now pulled in some video from Radio Parlesque. Um, and I, ju- I just pulled it in right now and I'm, I'm positioning it. But if you stumble on our stream, you could see, and I turned the sound off, but there's, I just got this, uh, I'll just make this on a loop. People can watch it. This is uh, Radio, where's this from, dude? Um, is he still out there? Uh, yeah, he is. Okay, so... Let us know. But anyway, we'll just kind of, we got that playing a little something different, man. And I'll edit that later into a loop, but that's pretty, that might make its way into a puppet show. Anyway, that's pretty badass. Thank you radio for sending this in. Look at that view guys. I know people on Podbeam can't see it, but I'll describe it to it. It's a view of clouds and mountains and really green, a lot greener than it is here in parts unknown Colorado around the Royal Gorge. Is it greener uh, than Kentucky's normally green, but I don't know how, temperature you know climate change i'm trying to judge by the this looks like it could be uh, uh i've driven on roads that look identical to this in this view in kentucky 
That's what's, uh, uh, it's up around Lake Superior, he says, out okay, in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I, I saw more pine trees uh, than I see around here, but otherwise, because uh, I'm, I'm near the Appalachians, right? Uh, I'm, I'm near the Daniel Boone National Forest, and there's a lot of these uh, with the carved out uh, hills there. Uh, you see this same vantage driving, uh, driving between areas here in Kentucky. That's, a, that's why it was really neat to me. It was like, shit, that looks like it could be an hour from here. This is a Where's bad, a, this is a badass camera he's got, man. It must, I, I mean, he must, I don't know if he's holding it or if he's got, cause it's like really still, it must, it's, it's almost like it's on one of those fucking whatever deals. You know what I mean? Gyroscopes, gym, whatever they call them. Uh, gimbal. gimbal, gimbal. Yeah. I've got, uh, I've got one that I use, uh, and they're nice and they're not too expensive. I've got one that I use for my cell phone. Uh, that does a good job. Now I bought a larger one uh, and I've had it almost six months and have never used it. have never even tested it out uh, for my Lumix uh, to be able to put my Lumix on and everything there. There, you know, you can get warp stabilization there in Premiere Pro, but nothing beats actually having that thing uh, stable to begin with. You know what uh, they need in the truck driving industry? Do you remember Top Gun in the F-14s, the Rio Goose? You don't, you don't drive the truck. You're just, you're kind of off to the side. You're comic relief, man. That way they, they need they, a goose. They need a goose. Every it's a, that, it's a, that way I can smoke weed because I don't have to drive. I just have to operate, you know, like, all right, goose. Hey, careful. It'd be just, Oh, maybe we should do a top gun about trucking. That's what we're going to do with puppets. You could have been the best in, in, for radio par less, man. This is, I'm, it's going to take a while because I got to do the photoshops, but it'll be, it'll be along the lines of Top Gun, but we're truck drivers. Hey, hey, you just, uh, and any shot that you need radio, you are a creator on this. Be in this yeah, uh, uh, with him so that if he needs a shot of an interior of the truck, you're there. Uh, uh, a pan from one spot to, uh, that's. That's uh, that is Let's, an awesome fucking idea. Yeah, I love yeah, that idea. Gonna, anybody wants to participate? Now, this is not going to be this week. This is going to be. It's going to take a while, but I I would like to do you know because Top Gun Two is coming out, and um, look, I'm going to say it. Um, I enjoy Top Gun. I it's not real, and I'm looking forward. It for whatever reason, it's one of the movies I'm looking forward to. Right, and it's weird. It's like I'm a guy. I love I, if. Scorsese would come out with, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, but for Top Gun is so cheesy and it's like, it's right up there with fucking uh, dude, karate kid. And they're, they redo that. You can go, you can watch it on Netflix, but that's why I got YouTube red to watch Cobra Kai. But karate kid was another one of those, man. I have <laughs> a fucking great cult flick. We would sit there and act it out. Take a ride, check it out. You know, oh, every fucking line, man, every fucking line. It was great. I mean, almost like Rocky Horror Picture Show. That Big Trouble in Little China do with Kurt Russell. Fucking great oh. movie. Fucking guys, oh, I love you that gotta movie. Watch Big Trouble in Little China. It's a great cult movie. And anything by Trauma Films. Um, Trauma Films are my idol. They're out of Jersey. They've done the Toxic Avenger. Blah blah blah. Because they're 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 raw and they're, they're, you know, they make good movies with very, you know, they don't have shit to work with and, but they just make it work. Their movies are great. You know, the toxic Avenger, the first one is fucking hilarious, man. It is not I, politically I, correct. I will tell you that right now. I, I still can't. All I'm thinking about is Kurt Russell. 
All I'm thinking about after because uh, the after fucking uh, big trouble, his his career. Because I was a fan, uh, you know, I was born in '69, so I'm I'm a fan of the Disney films, uh, the the uh, computer wore tennis shoes, all the all the Dexter Riley shit that he did when he was young. I I saw him on uh, on Gilligan's Island. I remember him as the young Jungle Boy. I uh, all the different you know young things he did. Now, you and know then, he played minor uh, league baseball, right? I did not fucking All know right, that. Here, here I, we go. I, I, his, okay, I didn't know Here we that. go. His father, Bing Russell, um, was an actor, but kind of a vision, kind of a, not really a, just a guy that just fucking liked to do crazy shit. Portland had a, had a uh, minor league team, and he bought it out and brought, brought things, and, and, and it was like, the home of the misfit toys that Netflix did a documentary on it, but Kurt Russell played baseball, played minor league baseball. In fact, when I've watched interviews before, he considered himself a baseball player at a young age and just acted. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that is, it is that, that story about this Portland minor league team is great. That one of the guys that was on the team is the person that invented, um, um, Big big league bubblegum, you know that in the pouch you can buy. Big the, league chew. Big league chew. He was he was on that. Yeah, he invented it, um, and he was on the minor league team. But you got this cast of characters, and what you'll see is some of them are you, you'll see some very familiar faces that were the Bat Boy is an actor now. But you'll see it is fascinating, and what's fascinating is what I dig about Kurt Russell's dad was everybody saying no. It was ruffling feathers, and he just said, "I'm going to make this work." But he also he was willing to fucking take on these fucking bad actors on his team, you know, and get, it was almost like the Oakland Raiders of minor league baseball. It's just a great, watch the documentary. Great fucking story, dude. It just made, I, I, mean, I, I like I, Kurt Russell's. I just think he seems like a cool dude. You know what I mean? Just a down to earth, real guy. And just knowing that who his dad was and who he was hanging out with his formative years, which was not actors but fucking baseball players, you know, he's just a real dude. It just, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. He's, he's one that, uh, I, I just, I have been able to enjoy and nothing has deterred from that. Uh, uh since his early career a after seeing him as a kid. Now, I don't know the timeline, how they came out in the theaters, but what I saw first of his later of his adult work, was the uh, uh, Dick Clark produced Elvis uh, documentary or movie made for TV movie that Dick Clark did because he played Elvis uh, yeah. in that. And he was great and, at and that. He was great he was, at Elvis. I loved Elvis. And so yeah. I saw that and I thought, oh, this is great. But then after that, he's fucking Snake Plissken. Fucking and awesome. I, Escape from and New York, just, dude. Oh, my God. This is... This is how is he so fucking different, dude? And I have just loved his breaking down the uh, when the uh, the movie he had where his wife's abducted by a truck driver and mm. nobody believes him and all that. Fucking all these uh, and the Tarantino work, the the work he's done with Tarantino, See, just that's why he is about, so fucking versatile. That's why I did Tarantino though, because he he you know fucking who would think you know really kurt russell he's kurt russell's the shit dude i mean he's a great fucking actor and you think about escape from that's john carpenter all uh big trouble yep. but now it 
now it's but back in the day when escape from new york came out that was freaky shit right you know the i mean and it was like scary and it was it was fucking awesome man snake pliskin right pliskin or pluskin pliskin yeah pliskin snake pliskin and yeah that that was fucking awesome and the thing he's able to do uh and i'm going to contrast him to mark Wahlberg. uh both of them do uh dramatic uh uh action uh movies uh, as well as comedies. Yeah. Uh, now, there, I can't watch a Mark Wahlberg dramatic role without just laughing. There, because uh, it's Mark Wahlberg. I laugh my ass off at his comedy. He is so, but I can't because uh, I don't know. I just can't well, take even, him even serious. Even like in The Departed, he was fucking great in The Departed. Yeah, if you watch the scene uh, yeah. with his interaction with DiCaprio, fuck, it's, he's fantastic in that movie. He's and it's and it's totally me. I know it's totally me. Right. I get it's it. my get perception it. of him. He's never he's never not Marky Mark. He's never not Marky Mark to me in the fucking Calvin Kleins or whatever they were that he was wearing. He's he's not he's not the attitude uh, rapper that never leaves. So when he's with Will Ferrell doing something funny. I'm dying. I'm fucking losing it. And I just love every Ted. I love every Ted one of those is fucking and great. I, yeah. He's, I mean. he's in something now on Paramount and uh, uh, Paramount. It's a Paramount original movie that they put out on Paramount plus. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's a, uh, he's an immortal uh, uh, is what it is. And it's, it's almost like it's a cross on a Highlander. I, I, it's an action movie. And I'm trying to just get beyond. It looks like, okay, there may be enough action to where I can just get into it and watch it. Invincible, I don't, I don't know. But uh, that's... Uh, Invincible uh, was Disney. You know what I mean? It was, you know, he he was... Uh, he's been... In, in the dramas, there's been dramas he's been great. And I think his brother's a good actor, man. Like in A Band of Brothers, he was great. He played... Yep. Uh, he, oh, he was fucking just fantastic, dude. But, you know, I, another guy, Bill Murray... Okay. Now I think Bill Murray's underrated is a great dramatic actor, but having said that his first dramatic role that I'm aware of was razor's edge, which was right after ghostbusters. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen it, but he plays, it's a Somerset Mon book, but he gets traumatized. He's a, he volunteers as a ambulance driver in world war one and, you know, has some traumatic experiences and then kind of comes back and, it's the 20s equivalent of a, you know, go find yourself story. Hooks up with some broken people. It's a great, it's easy. He's great in it, but it was very fucking hard because I was so used to Bill Murray being Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, and he comes up with this. It was hard. It, it's now go back and watch. He's brilliant in it. But at the time, it was hard to take. Like watching Belushi in uh, Continental Divide. Yeah, you it's know. different. Yeah. It's, it's completely different. One Belushi movie that you never hear anybody talking about, Neighbors. Uh, that's true. Uh, that is another one that's kind of a cult, uh, uh, has a yeah. cult following. Uh, it, it got ripped. It got ripped on reviews. And I, and I get it. There are people that love Neighbors. It's just, it, I, I think Ackroyd, it is good, but Ackroyd's, I just think Ackroyd's one of those guys. He's probably a lunatic in real life, but just one of those guys that's just, underrated man i mean fucking you look at some of the great bits and just the writing it was him man 
You know, I think a lot of Belushi was because Aykroyd was willing to be that kind of person for Belushi. You know what I mean? Belushi pulled off uh, uh, the guy being exposed to the fucking darkness of, of I don't know what's going on with Vic and Ramona next door. Yeah, uh, Aykroyd's, Aykroyd's character was just, it was, it, you, you couldn't help it. And I saw that when I was young for the first time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then pick up more later and just, Oh, this what is so Belushi? out there. This Fucking is so 38 out there. when he died. He was pretty young. Uh, that book Wired by Bob Woodward. I don't know if you ever read that. That's a great book about Belushi. Um, but, you know, it's a shame, dude. You know, it, it's a shame because um, if he was still alive. But one of the things that people forget about, he was running a lot with Robin Williams and Robert uh, De Niro during this spin-out time. You know, um, there, yeah, De Niro and, and Robin Williams. In fact, there was, I think it was in Wired. There, I don't know if they were high. Belushi probably was. But they were kind of like just taking in Jonathan Winters. And for those, anybody that doesn't know, Jonathan Winters was a comedian and did voices. But uh, Jonathan Winters is one of those guys that was, I think, ahead of his time. He's really brilliant. I think he's certifiably insane. And a lot of his characters are voices in his head. But I, I think, you know, as far as a guy that works like an early Robin Williams, right? Uh, Jonathan, he, I, he was brilliant. I'm, I'm trying to think of a role that he might have had other than showing up on a game show or different things other than Mork and Mindy. He played their their son who was born as an old man. Yeah. Uh, uh, I And he Jonathan Winters was, uh, yeah, he was a character. He was out there. Uh, all that, all those guys, though. I oh, mean, those, fuck yeah. uh, they were kind of trying to do, trying to, trying to put that, hey, you haven't seen this. We're going to do something out there. I, I got, uh, it reminds me, one of the things that came out very early on Adult Swim, since both of us create content that would mm -hmm. kind of fit on that program. And if you haven't seen it, give it a watch because you'll, it'll really give you the mindset that really took hold for the first, I'd say eight years of Adult Swim, Brack, the Brack show. It was uh, uh, a neighborhood. The Brack was the son of a mother and father, uh, and it was they were just characters. Uh, the Zorak character, the Thundercles character, all from Hanna Barbera. They were all Space Ghost uh, villains that they had. All these and and just the level I had Jessica watch. I think maybe five of them with me yesterday. Uh, they're 11 minutes long. It was like this. I told her because we've been doing a lot of development here with this, the countdown crew. And I said, this is what I want for these guys. I said, this is real loose story with stupidity thrown in through getting you from A to B. Uh, and that's that's what we watched. Uh, and, and I read Brack. B-R-A-K, uh, uh, Adult Swim. I think it might have been 2001 it might have started. Uh, definitely, if you're looking, to, if you're looking to, to get an example of what I'm striving for these countdown crew, and that's, that was the, you know, that's what Robin Williams and that is shit that you wouldn't see. Just, oh, this is out there. This is out there. Uh, uh, we're, we're putting stuff on television that nobody else has put on there. We're saying things that people haven't been saying. What's stopping anybody from doing their own adult swim? Uh, audience. 
Well, but my thing is, I mean, it seems like there's a there's a virtual cornucopia of people trying to get Adult Swim's attention, right? Well, what, what's stopping they them from are getting the- together and saying, let's just start our own YouTube channel and that there's strength in that as opposed to going off there and niche, 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 but bring all the niches to one place, start your own fucking YouTube channel website and just see where that goes. Just get pe- what's stopping people from doing that. Has anybody done that? It, what you're explaining is uh, exactly what I wanted to do in my local area. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have, uh, I took out, I think I own kyvids.com, uh, kyvids uh, YouTube channel and Facebook. I'm trying to get people to, uh, to uh, uh, local people here to have their own shows, to have their own uh, once a week, you know, put out. Uh, people with different expertise, guitar, uh, guitar tech and maintenance right. and uh, and things like that. Uh, any type of fucking knitting. Uh, there's people that do painting here local. There's a, And I wanted to bring it all together. I know out of work, out of, and this is an area with no fucking local TV stations. Right. That'll tell you what this is like. This is one of those, we got, you know, there's an hour away Lexington is. Uh, but there's out of work DJs that have, still have the ear of everybody in fucking uh, the county uh, that I'm trying to get to do a Friday, Friday wrap up news. Uh, the yeah. guy at the dying fucking newspaper uh, here that that's, you know, just that wants to be an actor. I'd like to have him doing a news segment each week. And I can't. Well, everybody I'm in gonna, this area I'm is stuck in very there. Very fucked up. Um, because. I have found, to be honest, that it is really hard getting people to follow through, um, you know, in this thing. And in other words, I'll get a lot of, oh, man, that sounds great. Well, when are you available? Uh, soon. Um, and, and so, because what you described is visionary and it would be great, you know, but people have to fucking, it's a two-way street. And so they have to commit to it. And I, I have found, um, because you know, they have day jobs and other things, but because I, I think that's a brilliant idea. I think that it would put the town off the map. It'd be compelling as fuck. You know, it would, it would give the town local, uh, uh, local sources of entertainment. It would build community. Uh, the big thing when you're trying to monetize out on the web is you're trying to build your audience to X amount of views and X amount of, uh, of interactions and so forth. And so many minutes. Well, if you're under one umbrella, under one channel, then you can get to those milestones because everybody's bringing their audiences to the same page. Right. And then it's a, do a complete, I wanted to do a complete profit sharing with everybody so that everybody has their percentage based on uh, uh so they can get paid right. before they get huge views they're not going to get huge amounts of money but it gets them to where they're starting to see some return and uh everybody's promoting everybody else in this it seemed to me to be uh but everybody is uh everybody is so afraid everybody well, has has their reasons that they can't back and to my, it's back uh, to my point which is why you know, you just, I just move forward. That's why, you know, I, you know, I was like not doing podcast episodes because of interviews and all. it's like, fuck it. You, you, you know what I mean? I'm going bye. You, you, you know, cause I think it's a great idea and I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, 
Um, you know, these people that, that could have an opportunity and, and, you know, sometimes maybe you, you get what you put in, you know, and it's like, but I think people are having, it's because it's, it's, I'm not trying to make it, but if I were trying to make it, it's a lot of different things. It's not just one thing. And I think that's what people struggle with. This isn't the answer. It's a piece because you need all pieces nowadays. And, and I, people don't see like, well, wait, wait, I, okay. It's just, it's like, it's like the necessary evil of fucking Twitter. If you have a business, you know, you know, and so I I don't know, but what you propose, I just think, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And it's, but it's it's similar to what you were saying. You were, cause you were, you were looking at, uh, at, at a, a combining of talents to bring an audience and create the online uh, adult swim. And I, that's it, I, you see the same vision, you see the same, uh, you know, get to become a also, channel. And I'm not, but I also, I'm also a realist. I also know I'll run across a lot of people that will tell me the hearts and memes thing. That sounds great, man. I'd like to be a part of that. And, and, and two years from now, you'd be like, where are you at? Well, I'm still thinking about it. I just get off the fuck whatever it is you want to do in life. My fucking God, do it. That's, I mean, just I, fucking jump in the pool. My God. Yeah. It, one of them, one of the objections that I had uh, was, well, I, I don't have a uh, high speed internet. Uh, I, I've had to cut back at my, and I said, I will pay your yeah. high speed internet I mean, bill. I will pay for your internet bill. If that's what it takes, uh, cause we need to do this. This and and it was uh and and it's not like any of these people, everybody that I've approached, and that's the thing I've approached them. They're friends of mine. I I've and uh, and I want to I want to give this to. I think this community has such a fucking void when it comes to anything. Yeah, be great. And uh, and each of them, each of them is they love the idea, uh, and they would want to. But they just uh, they have they have their reasons and, no, and it's it. it's just fear. And I, it's, a lot I, of uh, it's just, people are working fucking 8000 hours a week. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm 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 at this weird stage in life where I'm like the kid that's moved into a neighborhood that doesn't have any kids to play with because I'm a 56 year old retiree. There's nobody. Fuck. Everybody's working. You know, and so I'm like, uh, hey, you know what I'm saying, Wes? Hey, it's Tuesday at two o'clock. I'll never forget the the culture shock with this. Well, good buddy of mine. It was like Tuesday. I'm high at two. I'm like, hey, man, we should hang out today. He's like, dude, you know, I'm working. And then I've got fucking PTA. And then I got, you you know, and I'm like, so everybody's got that. But I think the other thing. And it is that with all this and this is I'm going to go back to when I talked to this guy, Will Pueblo, right? You, you know, that's where, you know, if you had something where there's all this fucking likes and views, people might be more, you know, cause right now it's like such an unknown, but it's almost like, that's why I'm hoping to have a little bit more content to show this dude in Pueblo about, you know, what I want to do in the community. Um, you know, we'll see, we'll see, but yeah, it, it, it's a challenge, man. But I, like I said, I, I just don't know what's stopping people from like, you know, if they're, if they're trying to get their, cause I've run into some people that are trying to get their shit on adult content, adult swim. And, and for whatever reason, it's just, why not just band together with a bunch of other people and start your own little fucking, 
you know, I don't know, 24 hours streaming on YouTube and call it a network until you figure it out. Jump the fuck in and learn as you fucking go. And it, I, I don't know. I just, I would just move. I would move, but you know, I, I want to use, uh, uh, I'd actually, if we're in this position right now of flux, uh, because I need to, uh, uh, we are putting the time in to get uh, to get another episode done and keep pursuing it. But it needs, I need to get back to where I'm generating enough revenue. And I'm not talking about much. So I'm not talking about having to take on full-time work, uh, but generate enough side revenue to advertise. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the, I watched that cyanide and happiness uh, out on Facebook, cyanide and happiness is the is the name of this cartoon stick figure cartoons all sick adult uh you know uh, things dying everything you and i would love if you haven't watched it give them a view they had uh they had in the hundreds of thousands of uh users because they paid for advertising i found them because they had an ad and they do shorts uh and then i saw them do a kickstarter for a board game and uh their goal was sixty thousand or something they, they got over $2 million worth of sales. And it was just because they had enough users to be able to target with that to, for, to play the numbers. And I think if I, if I had the money to put into advertising for We Enjoy Every Day to get a crowd, then I could, uh, I could probably, probably make a living off of, off of merchandising while doing what I love. Mm. Uh, you know, have another company like yeah, a Teespring like, or something. It, it's uh, like that necessary evil, I guess, man. Marketing. Old it it, comes it is. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna grow, because this is a lot of fucking work. Uh, yeah, work you're yeah. you're putting in full fucking time on yours, and but, and yeah, to get it, beyond what you're doing, I'm let's different. say. Now, honestly, if I real quick, I'm different while I'm doing it. If I was doing it for clicks and views and stuff like that, at this point, I would be like really questioning things. You, you, you know what I mean about, I'd be like, you know, I'm, that's not why I'm doing it, but I, I would be like looking at, you know, trying to talk to somebody about helping me out. Cause it is a lot of work. And if I, and if, I, if the return I was expecting was, you know, that then I would be, but you're right, man. But, but where it's at now to your point is I need that for credibility. When I go talk to these people about what I want to do with this in a community, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, yeah, okay, I've got, it. So, but I don't, I don't know. So, but yeah, advertising. That's why I put the note out. Anybody out there that wants to do a good deed, you, you know, help Wes out with some fucking free consulting. Help me out with some free consulting, man. I don't, I'm not fucking asking for money. You know, I just need, I need help. We all need help, but it's, I don't want to take that on. That's why, that's why my motivation's different because you have to market if you, you have to see I, I've done some I've done some with we enjoy every day and so I've seen how I even got uh, authorized to do political ads because I had Oval Orifice I started off with Oval Orifice and uh, so I had to learn how can how do you run Facebook ads how does all of that uh, tie in how do you uh, how do you get them authorized what are the rules with it all that other shit and uh, and we were getting we were getting the people coming in but we we bailed on that because of the the topic uh politics just got too much uh for everybody oh, but yeah. uh yeah now it's a it's a it's something that it's why i'm looking at it's why i'm looking at, at doing 
trying to get a, a gig a week or two, just something to put money into the advertising. Uh, I uh, taking maybe if I could set aside 10 hours a week uh, of billable work, yeah. uh, maybe doing voiceovers, maybe doing uh, something along those lines, uh, uh, audio books, some shit like that. Something where I'm just having to record and make sure that I've got clean recording. Uh, and you know, if I can knock out 10 hours a week and just put that money into, into advertising, uh, over on Facebook, uh, I think I'd get there. I think I'd get there then. I believe that is a path to, and success for me is continuing to make jokes and pay my bills. Right. Right. That's, uh, yes. that's success for me. I don't, have to have I don't, job. I don't give a shit about, about, uh, I don't want to be famous. Uh, I don't give I want to, I want to create work. Uh, yeah. This is all stuff that people that uh, after I'm dead, my daughters and any of their children will have to see, to know who I am. Uh, that that's uh, literally at this point in my life at, at this age, I, I consider this, okay, what's my legacy? I'm making my legacy. Now, this is what I'm creating. These car. this was clearly my passion. I have all these fucking cartoons. This must be what he was about. So that that's my goal with it. Uh, but if I could pay the bills, that'd be sweet. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm looking forward to uh, I'm gonna attempt to branch out here in not with the amazing Slacker series, but with some other content where it's uh, because I I was talking yesterday, Wes. One of the things I want to start doing for the podcast is, but it's this is chicken before the egg. I got to be able to get out. But I want to start doing mini documentaries and stuff like that. For example, for those of you that are watching at home, there's no sound to this, by the way, which is good because that's not why I'm doing this. But um, I'm going to switch something up here. And I think I'm going to. Maybe I'm not. Yeah, I will here in a second. But um, all I'm, all I'm going to show you is, Wes, when I do this, is this is just uh, footage of the cemetery and skyline drive stuff like that i'll pull it up in a second but i want to i want to there's a lot of history here and and it's just quirky shit and i'd like to do like five minute little things you know what i mean and then there's a lot and 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 stuff like that so but i i'm go, i wanted to like on these quote puppet shows and what, what i'll say is the creative side of shit the the, the get high part of this all right. If anybody stumbles on this, they go, what's this podcast about? It, it's fluid. There's, it's about a lot of different things. We do interviews, but we'll call this the I'm really high creative side, which is the puppet shows. But I want to incorporate people in it, too. Like and so and I, look, I don't like to be on fucking camera. You, you know, I fucking hate it. You know, I'm fucking old. It's not a good look. It's not a good fucking vibe. But you can't get anybody. So I'm going to do, I'm going to like do a little bit. I'm going to try my hand at acting with, with some of these, but I'm, I'm, you know, what I want to do is a mock documentary on corporate PTSD. Okay. And so I want to get some stock footage. You know, I don't want to borrow anybody's foot, but just stop. You just give it a very documentary look and you know, I'll be just one of the people that gets interviewed, but it'll be mixed in with the puppets. So I'll start with that, but that's, I'm wanting to do something like that and just, just mix it up. But I, 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 I just want to throw this out there just because yeah. you've seen me, you let me, let me just pull it on down. So the look, the look, and I'd, I'd want a black t-shirt. I don't think he's a happy guy. 
I don't oh, think he's I, happy. He's yeah, just when really. When I do this, I'm going to be asking for it. I'm going to be asking for people to for to to input their their stories of corporate PTSD. It would be great. Cigarette, cigarette in hand, just talking real dark about those days. In man. fact, just like El- back in Elder, those fucking days, I <laughs> like Elder Wrong. Uh, speaking of which, I'm going to promote Elder Wrong's Drunk Mormon Missionary Podcast on Podbeam. I'm trying to talk him into resuming it. That's why I keep promoting it. Also, his uh, uh, pirate radio station, Porto Potty Pirate Radio. Um, just Google that, Porto Potty Pirate Radio. And you it's inconsistent when he plays, but it, I've actually hosted some stuff on there too. And I'm going to talk to him about us doing combining stuff. Um, and doing some shows together and stuff like that. And so, but that's, that's not here nor there this week, Saturday guys, movie night. I, I will, I promise. Well, I, I can't promise anything can happen, but my plan is a brand new episode, but I really want to do more than just one episode this week. There's a lot. So it just comes down to time. There's a, I, I'm, I'm going to try to do a lot of content today. I've got a lot I want to say. I I wanted to mention something to you. I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. I should say, have you considered? Because I know I know the time you're putting into producing your show, and your show's fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. And I know you've got uh, uh, continued episodes through the end of the season. To buy yourself some time, maybe if you were to change your, uh, uh, have you considered going every two weeks or three weeks with no, a new episode? I, no, just- and Cause you've got clips. Mm-hmm. You now have such a body of work. Like I'm just going to say the beat down that Hank gave, uh, uh, in this last episode, uh, the, the moments there with, uh, with Chad, uh, saving, the saving Hempy's ass, uh, and, and Potsy the uh, I don't trust this motherfucker. Uh, you've got clips that you could pull, uh, of just these, these moments. And you could be putting those out there for it to have something else that might show up, you yeah, know, and I'm catch gonna, somebody's I'm eye. Some, I'm going to do some experimenting, but like I said, I'm doing this because of pain management. So I can't see myself like not being that out of pain. So, you know, I didn't yeah. know if that would allow you, though, to then in the in the time you were taking uh, taking longer to do a new episode by just using a clip for uh, the off week, you could be working on the De Niro. You could we'll be working see. on, uh, we'll you know, we'll, we'll uh, see what happens this week. It's like I said, but um, anyway, the plan is for uh, Saturday is a, a new puppet show, but I, there's some other stuff I'd like to do. So anyway, so that's what we got going on. Um, golly gosh, Wes, what else? We got a couple more minutes left before, before Podbean tells us we can no longer play in their space, man. The um, only other thing that I've been thinking about this morning is the, uh, the internet of things and the uh and the the house of tomorrow and the the interoperability standards that are now being set i was very interested in that but that's a that's a i'd say that's a bigger topic because well, maybe we could talk about that tomorrow because there's this car i discovered that's coming out like it's the affordable high mileage car it's three wheels i i i you know i think there's going to be a radical shift towards simplification i just um, a, a seismic shift, you, you, you know, because I don't, I don't think people want to deal with a bunch of shit, you know? Uh, uh, sim- well, and I think there's, we're about to see, uh, 
there hasn't been a huge adoption in the internet of things in the smart house and the smart because because everything there's doesn't no, communicate no with everything standard. else. It's it. I I can go at length with the problem is with that. It's like the beta. Well, they wars right now. Mattered. Uh, they're coming out with a, and I went through this with schools in the nineties. Mm -hmm. They needed the ability for the attendance and for food service and for library and uh, all the systems uh, to communicate on a shared uh, data structure. They needed the framework in place. And uh, it looks like all of the big players right now, uh, the Googles, the Amazons and everybody else have all agreed upon uh metered i believe it's uh mattered uh or matter i think it's matter they've all agreed upon that uh as a as a standard so they're looking at next year matter is what it's called uh it's going to be the framework so your alexa fucking amazon device can talk to all your google devices can talk to all That's your apple devices happen. it's finally going to bring all that together which might uh bring some better adoption to uh and, the internet of things and not a separate app for each fucking device it's not elegant that what's what's happened that's why i haven't done it because it's not elegant it's become it's that's why a lot of people haven't and that's what uh they're finally they've got that uh framework that they've all agreed upon to share information and share data and control and so now uh just like uh, standards on the internet. Now it can all be used yeah. by everybody. That, that would be cool. We should talk about that. That would be a cool discussion there. All right. So, but that's too complicated to talk about now, man. It's like, yeah, so what, yeah. What, we, what, we don't have the have time to explore all day? that. So your day is going to be, are you going to be, are you going to be creating or is that what your plan is for today to work on shit? Uh, work on shit. Yes. Fun shit. No. Uh, uh I got got chores. Let's just say it's chores. Is it related yes. to the the hot water heater? I'm trying not to bring that it's, up. It's it's related to plumbing in general. Oh, it's related to there's there's you know when you when you just look at I don't want to name one of them because all the all the I think there's three different major issues uh, that are all they're all dealing with plumbing so. So I'm going to be putting up the hair and uh, putting on some clothes that because uh, I I can't let my tie dye get all you know shitty. I got to right. put on put on other regular t-shirts and get a buzz on and go uh, go work on stuff. I'm so so uh, wish me luck, internet. Wish me luck. No, it's it's fine. I'm not. Uh, it's just no. It's not a. I tend not to talk about the negatives. I, you know, I tend to just, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Cause I, the one person I got to lie to is myself. I got to tell myself everything's okay. Yeah, I did uh, that's, that's yeah. very important yeah. is to tell myself, do don't get down about it, man. No, this is like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so quick, shameless marketing, go to our respective sites. Um, please, uh, hit the notification because we're unpredictable we may live stream i don't know you never know what may happen um more to come that's all i have dude i'm like you know i know this is kind of a we had a, i think it was a great show and a lot of different topics but i'm just kind of like spent i don't really have anything to say but peace love do you have anything wise words uh, uh uh stream surf with wes and jess yeah on facebook or youtube 
Give us those follows. We please, need the you, likes. And if you like, uh, if you like adult cartoon content, also with uh, a four twenty slant, we enjoy every day the cartoon series uh, at Weed Cartoon. Uh, get, uh, uh, I, this is my plea for plea for those follows, subscribes, and all that other shit. I mean, you know, do what you're gonna do. It, but it's my job. It's marketing. I got to pitch the shit. Yeah, you know, I got to pitch if it. If you get a chance, please do that, guys. It would be it would be swell. And we'll try to do our part if you do that and deliver something that and, – and look, man, I get it. People got shit going down Saturday. So – but that you can come back and watch and, and, and check out later too, you know. So uh, we'll do our part, man. And look, if you want filth, I'll bring it. I'm going to bring Phil Saturday, <laughs> you know, I'm going to, you know, there, uh, I will say that I'm, I'm sort of happy with the progress. I'm not happy with my progress with porn with the puppets. If I were to be honest, there's other positions and it's laziness on my part. It's all oh, my back hurts making the puppets do, you know, reverse cowgirl, for example. Um, but I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to do research uh, into what's out there now. Like, for example, there's something called a Leningrad steamer. Allow me to read to you guys what this is. Um, <laughs> the learning channel. <laughs> right. Um, okay. I'm sure there's other names for this too, by the way, but a Leningrad steamer, according to the site, is uh, when one individual defecates upon another two individuals who are duct taped together whilst the two individuals are naked engaging in penetrative intercourse. The defecating individual then proceeded to rub his or her face in the defecating material, orally licking it clean. In order to apply the defecation, must con this is fucking a detailed fucking... Um, <laughs> I, I was not expecting a, a definition. Now I'm not saying we're not going to do that. That's hard to get past the censors, but these love scenes I do, I want to bring something different. So I'm hoping to make them educational at the same time. In addition to erotic, I want somebody to walk away and, 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 and then when, in polite conversation, it goes, huh, much like a Leningrad steamer. And then somebody goes, where did you learn about that? I was watching the Art of Flounder and podcasts and the uh, amazing slacker love scene. I'm not going to do a Leningrad steamer or the dirty, dirty Sanchez, but I'm going to look and I'm going to try to bring that. That's, you know, you always want to, Nike did this. I'm not promoting Nike. Trust me. But I really like the ad campaign they did in the seventies called there is no finish line. There is no finish line. Just keep moving, right? And and like I said before, I think um, I'm not a I am a, I'm not a connoisseur of porn, but I'm like if you're if you're gonna do something, let's do it right. You, you know what I mean? Let's do it right. Let's do, you know let's let's do it right. And the soundtracks in porn are horrendous these days. And so you know I want to shine a light on that. But you know I if I'm gonna do puppet porn or puppet love scenes. You know, I need to like, it can't just be the same shit. And so I want to mix it up. And so that I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on it. So I want to make it fun <laughs> and educational. 
you heard it here. So, so now, and a technical question, geek question here for behind the scenes with puppets. Uh, would you use uh, like a normal light stand? Do you have a specific stand if you were to pull off the three way? And actually, uh, uh, so you've got one just mounted up in the air I, that the other two are pounding in from different directions. What what I'm working on um, that I'm not going to have this week, but what I need is a box that's, op that's one side open that's green screen inside the box with different pen lights for lighting. That's what I'm very, I'm not very simple tool, but there's some ideas I have with the puppets in that setting. But here, the thing is, I, there's a lot of stuff you can do with green screen. It just becomes a pain in the ass fucking bringing in five different green screen elements. You know what I mean? But um, if, keep in mind, it's just me doing it solo. So if I had like another person and you're in a green screen suit and you've got four hands now, it's crazy what you can do, right? Yes. So I want to, I want to have a, I want to have a credible puppet orgy is what I'm trying to say. And, um, and I'm working on what it takes to do that alone. I'm not promising that Saturday, but I've had threesomes. Um, I've had puppet threesomes. You know, I've had pegging. I've addressed pegging. Um, I've addressed. <laughs> I've addressed the subculture with with Nucky getting tired of always having to fucking be on and make decisions. And then Roxanne goes, "Oh, you want me to take charge?" And Nucky goes, "It would be nice." And she goes, "Well, you fucking pig." But anyway, that's kind of. But. It, He's but, the one that kills me every fucking time. When we brought that up Saturday, and when Nucky, Nucky's got, there's two things. Yeah. Nucky stands out, and then the other is your voice on the announcement, the infliction on, will it fit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> that's that. That fucking kills me every time I hear it. because well, so in that scene, and it's not part of. Uh, because it was the dialogue leading up to the love scene, but in the dialogue, they were dissing Tim Head. You're going to need this, Marcy. I'm much larger than Tim. Because I wanted to do this spoof where we had a corporate partnership with fucking Astroglide. I've done things in the past, but I probably will get sued, but I would love to fucking like say, like, hey, we got to do more product placement for Astroglide per equipment, you know, and just have just... And then I was going to have Penetron call fucking people on the carpet for not enough. Yeah, I, I was going to do a whole fucking thing on corporate placement. So I'm not going to do Astroglide per se, but I'm going to do that product with a different name. And it's going to be kind of like, and just real subtle. Like, hey, I'll, I'll start it off like, hey, you know, we got this corporate partnership. But I promise you, I'm not going to be a douche. And I know in the past I said I wouldn't do these things. And then the, the placement is just shameless. You, you know what I mean? And it's like uh, will Nucky's you, taint. Will you paint. break the fourth? It might be Nucky's taint paint because that's what I use for Nucky uh, to play off of when Polly wanted to advertise on the vest. So it, it was Nucky's taint paint was what fucking Nucky was doing for you. We're getting ready to hit two minutes, man. Wes, say something real quick. We got a minute. Uh, uh, everybody, enjoy the week. Start it off with a great Monday. Get high. Do whatever you want to do. Love somebody. Uh, we will see you tomorrow.
Peace and love, everybody. Radio Parlasque Alphabet, Voice of West. We will talk to everybody soon. Goodbye. We'll see you tomorrow morning.